Hi, I'm Sage Hill, and welcome to The Social Sage. I want to invite you, as always, to subscribe to this channel and to send me any requests that you have for conversations or topics that you would like to hear me discuss. So let's get started. First of all, let me apologize that my voice may sound a little nasally today. I do have COVID, um, so I am trying to get over that, but I still have a commitment to produce these podcast episodes, as I say, I will every week. And so I'm here in the studio recording this particular episode. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, you will get some gratification out of it. And I'd love to hear your comments on this particular topic that I want to talk about today. So what I'm going to talk about today is our need to stop perpetuating stereotypes. I was listening to a young woman the other day and she was asking a, a really poignant question, I thought. And that question was, why are um, African-Americans um, demonized so much? Why are we so seemingly hated? by so many people across so many different cultures. And my answer to that question is, check your history. Stereotypes start somewhere. And I can guarantee you that for every nationality, for every race, there exists a stereotype predominantly. And those stereotypes were never created by the individuals within those races. They were created by others and they are based out of fear. Stereotypes started probably around the time of slavery and, and shortly thereafter when um, emancipation proclamations were made and slavery became illegal they began about us as African-Americans out of fear because there were those who felt that they were perhaps going to lose out on something because we were able to live, well, eventually able to build lives for ourselves. As people, we have to stop thinking that because somebody else succeeds, that means that they're taking something away from us. Because there are so many people that have so many ideas and build so many companies and businesses and legacies that we would have never thought about doing what they're doing. So then why are we going to assume that because someone else has been successful, that their success is somehow taking something away from us. I'm talking on a human level here. How could another person's success, if they're not taking something out of my pocket, like let's say Uncle Sam does, right? He takes money out of my check before I can get it and he spends it on whatever he chooses. And I have really little say so on how he spends my money. I can't stop allowing him to take my taxes. It's, it's actually something he's taking from me since we're going to put a name to him, Uncle Sam. And I can't get that back. 
And I don't even have a say so in how it's spent. And yes, I can go to the ballot box and I can vote, but ultimately I'm not in control of those decisions. I can protest, but I'm not the one with the power. It is people with power that fear the people that they deem powerless. So that says to me that the powerless are the powerful. And we have to understand that concept, that this is about power play. And as long as individuals can keep people pitted against each other, somehow thinking that we're going to be able to one-up somebody else because of how we treat them or because of how we deny them things, we are going to all continue to lose. Because as people of color, there are stereotypes about all of us. There were even stereotypes about people who were migrating to this country long before we were dealing with um, the issues and the concerns that our, our modern day government has about people migrating to this country illegally. America was built on the premise that this was a place that people could come and live the American dream, no matter where they held from. But yet when people started coming over from Italy and from Poland, all of these stereotypes were formed. And who do you think formed them? It wasn't the people that were coming over here. Certainly it wasn't them. But yet and still, there are still these, these stereotypes that are assigned to those people. Just like there are stereotypes assigned to people that look like me. Just like there are stereotypes assigned to Asian Americans and Indian Americans and, and Hispanic Americans. For every ethnic group of color in this country, there is a stereotype associated with it and none of us have created it. But all of us perpetuate it. So when a, if I were to say as an African-American that my expectation of another culture was that they somehow are living up to these stereotypes that have been perpetuated, then I am buying into that myth because that's exactly what stereotypes are. They are myths. They are myths that were created by people who are in power, who are afraid of the people who are powerless because their fear stems in their inability to control people. And as long as we buy into those stereotypes, we are buying into another person's control of us. How many people want to be controlled by another person? No one does. But yet and still, we buy into the stereotypes. We repeat the stereotypes. We repeat stereotypes that other people put into the atmosphere just so that they could keep up confusion. Just so that they could ensure that we all will never get along. 
so that we continue to look each other up and down as if somehow this other person is less than us. We're all of one race, the human race. But that's not a message that you're, you will hear very often. Because that is not what those in power want. They need chaos. Because chaos keeps us from identifying the real problem, the real issue. The real issue is those people in power. The real issue is the billionaires and these companies and organizations who continue to make money off of us, who continue to dictate how we can live our lives based on what their needs are. Because when you think about it, for those who are working for these large companies, they are dictating so many aspects of your life. They're dictating value on you for the work that you do, which then dictates what you can afford, how you can live. They dictate how much time they'll allow you to take off work. Have you ever thought about it? There's seven days in a week and we work five of them. Five days, we get two. And in those two days, we have to squeeze in everything that we couldn't do in those five. By the time our workday is over, if we're going into the office, you have to drive there, drive back. That takes time away. You're going home. You're finding something to eat. You're cooking dinner. You're helping your kids with homework. You're doing whatever things you need to do around the house just in time to go to bed and then wake up and repeat it all again the next day. That's what we're doing. Those are the things that we're doing. The people in power, however, are controlling all of the things that we're doing. And somehow we still haven't woke up to the realization that actually it's us who has the power, but we have to exercise common sense and we have to get a new mindset and we have to use our voices. We have to use our voices, both speaking truth to power. We have to exercise our voices at the ballot box. We have to demand that the people that are running for office actually represent us. Those are the things that we have to do. And we also have to ensure that we understand that our position is actually the position of power. We have to understand that in order for us to experience better, we have to do better. And that starts with our mindsets, with not buying into the stereotypes, with not just assuming that what we hear um, through mainstream media and through social media is the truth. I can promise you it's an ad and there is truth behind it. But as long as we rely on other people to tell us things, we'll never know the truth. The truth requires effort. The truth requires listening, learning, reading, researching. That's what the truth requires. I can remember taking a college um, a course in logic 
And I thought I was going to hate the course. In fact, I did for the first several weeks. But then the professor said something to us. He said this, this course teaches you how to think. Mainstream media, the powers that be, don't want us to think. When we read a newspaper article, they want us to take it at face value. They don't want us to ask questions about what we've read. They don't want us to ask questions about what we've heard or what we're hearing. When we listen to political debates, I can promise you that the truth is somewhere in between all of the statements that come out of their mouths. They can quote you a statistic, but statistics can be quoted by anybody. How many times do we really fact check? Now that's what I want to hear. I want to hear the facts. And I want to hear the facts about people who don't look like me. And I want people who don't look like me to hear the facts about me and people who look like me. We are not all criminals. We are not lazy. As a black woman, I am not angry. But don't we all get angry at some point? Why then is it a problem if a black woman gets angry? Oh, you're the angry black woman. No, I'm just an angry woman right now because something has angered me. And what does the Bible say? Be angry and don't sin. So I have a right to be angry. But what society doesn't have a right to do is to label me because I experience a human emotion. How about that? What society doesn't have a right to do is to place blame on a certain community or a certain ethnic group based on a pandemic. How about that one? We're blaming people for a pandemic and we don't know the facts. We still don't know where it came from, but we know the whole world was impacted by it. Sounds like it was a little bit more than one community or one country to me. But if it's easier for you to believe that, then you go right ahead with that and see how far that gets you in life. And I can promise you that those people didn't appreciate that. But sometimes those very people look at my people sideways. We walk into their stores and they think we may be stealing. But again, you don't like it when that stereotype is visited upon you, but you visit it upon others. We have to stop the nonsense. We have to be open to understanding that all of this, it's a power play. And that people will play us as long as we allow them to. Those people in power. Those people that we elect either by ignorantly voting for them or ignorantly not voting at all, which is then voting for them, actually. It's time for us to wake up. I remember that line in um, Spike Lee's movie, Do the Right Thing. 
wake up. We've got to wake up. And we have to realize that we are the powerful. But we can only be powerful when we support each other. When we understand that we're all in this thing together. All of us. All of us. Because all of us are people of color, whether you want to recognize it or not. We all have something in our pigment, be it pink or yellow or red or brown or a little orange. We all are people of color, but we're not all treated equally. So we have to step back, take a look in the mirror, think about the stereotypes that have been perpetuated against each of us and then make a decision that we're not going to continue to perpetuate that same stereotype anymore. That it starts with us and we all can make a difference in how we think about other people. And when we start to think differently, we'll start to act differently. And when we start to act differently, we'll start to see different results, different things. We'll make different decisions about who we give power to, the power to decide on behalf of us. That is what it's supposed to be. We are constituents. They should represent us. But so often they represent their own interest. And we have to hold them accountable for that. Just like we have to hold ourselves accountable for how we think and what we believe about other people based on what some other group has told us, based on some long ago, based in some nonsensical foolery that happened 400 years ago as a way to keep people oppressed. Whenever we repeat those stereotypes, we are no different than the oppressor. And here's the thing. No one blames anyone in this day and age or ever should for what happened 400 plus years ago. But what we can blame you for is when you continue to perpetuate those same stereotypes, those same myths that were passed down to you. We all have a right to say no more. If our family has a certain um, uh, prejudice, it doesn't have to continue with us. We own that power. We're not minions. You're not robots. We are human beings that have brains. We can think. We can reason. We can apply and use logic. Apply and use logic, the same logic that you want people to apply and use towards you. Others want you to apply and use towards them. Let's be better together. I'm Sage Hill, and you've been listening to The Social Sage. As always, it's been a pleasure, my treasures. Thanks for listening. Thank you.